I always say, you're only one phone call, one email, one meeting, one introduction, one contact, one project, one idea, one post, one tweet, one like from changing your life. My name is Demarius, also known as Champ Media, and this is The Industry Is Watching Podcast. Watching. The industry is watching. 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 The industry is watching. They lurking. They looking. They loving. They hating. They waiting. They plotting. The industry is watching. They lurking. They looking. They loving. They hating. They waiting. They plotting. The industry is watching. They lurking. They looking. They loving. They hating. They waiting. They plotting. They lurking, they looking, they loving, they hating, they waiting, they plotting. Gafonso in the building, the industry is watching. What's good, bro? Yo, what's good, bro? Um, all is well, man. Uh, it's glad that we kept, we caught up, man. It's been a lot going on. It's been a minute. Yeah. A lot of shit has changed since, I mean, years ago, right? Yeah, 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 yeah bro. I've been, I've been watching you though, man. You've been making, you've been making moves, man. The industry you've been watching, you, oh, bro. Man, come on, <laughs> Somebody always looking though, so hopefully it's good stuff that you see. Right, right. Um, I'll be honest with you, man. What I see is a lot of growth. You know, I see a lot of like determination and like you know, a young black man like just discovering himself, his talents, his creativity, and and just becoming self-aware, man. That's what I could see through the screen. You know, I mean, I know you. You know, personally and through association, but at the same time, you know, I can still see you expressing yourself and yeah. like your heart a little bit. You know what I'm saying with yeah. like just some of your posts and things like that. Explain, explain what's been going on with Fonzo while I get set up, bro. Yo, yeah, man. Um, like I said, well, like you said too, I'm on this journey of self-discovery, um, and I have mentioned before, like when I'm posting stuff about healing or trauma or like hurting or being vulnerable and all of that, that's because that's lessons that I'm going through at the moment myself. So, and I, I had to realize that going through things in my life that it's not always meant for me to do it by myself. Right. It's not always meant for me to struggle by myself. Sometimes we have to say it and make others aware that we are going through something because we don't know who else is doing the same thing. So it's better if we can share and we have a community or we build a community and we start there, we be that foundation because you know, everybody needs somebody, man. I discovered that. You know, you can't do this by yourself. You really can't. Like, you need a team. You need people behind you, like, that see the vision or that have goals as well. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's about one of my my themes right now is it's about collaboration, not competition. Right. You know what I'm saying? You definitely have to collaborate with some other people and, and bring, you know, just, just talk about things that's going on. And you can't do everything by yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I mentioned to you, you know, in our like pre-call or, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That like I had hit a, you know, a, a dark space, you know, and it was like me trying to do everything on my own, juggle, you know, all these projects, these different positions, wear all these different hats, man. And I got mm -hmm. burned out, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like everything that I was working towards, you know, building, I was like losing at the same time because I just got overwhelmed, man. And it wasn't until I like reached out to other people, man, and started to talk about some of the things that I was going through, get mm -hmm. to the exact nature that right. I was like able to start like some kind of like, you know, healing process. So, yeah. so with me, man, it's like, uh, it's a transformation, bro, totally. 
you know, I think the last time you was here in the studio, it was like a party type of scene. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now, like... Yeah, don't get me wrong. I still like to have fun. I still like to party. Course. You know, we can't always be so uptight, but also, like, what's the goal? What's the bigger picture? What's the vision? Like, we always got to stick to that because mm -hmm. it's easy to get sidetracked. It's easy to get misconstrued, you know, something like that. Like, get, you know, just taken off the course. So we got to stay you exactly, know, focused. Man. Well, welcome to the Industry is Watching podcast, Ooh, About man. time. They finally <laughs> let me on. I was, like, trying to get you on here, man. We was going back and forth, but, like, yeah. things were happening. You busy, I'm busy. Yeah. And, like, you know, but I think, um, God's you know, plan. It, it was God's plan, yeah. man, that this happened, man. And I started this uh, podcast, which is an extension of just the company, man. And really, the podcast is here to inform, influence, and inspire mm. the underdogs and the insiders of the industry. You know what I'm saying? And... I wanted to create a safe space for creators and entrepreneurs to elaborate about their successes as well as their challenges. You know what I'm saying? Um, the mental health aspect, man, um, boundaries, discovery, recovery, and just, you know, that safe space. A lot of times, obviously on social media, a lot of times we just see the good photos. You're right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the best lighting, the, the professional shit, the highlights of, of this, you know, snapshot of our life. But then... Behind that, it's a lot that goes on, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Especially, you're, you're an actor, writer, producer, et cetera, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, just a lot going on. So I wanted to, like, just tap into my network of people, man, people who inspire me, like yourself, other creatives, man, who are, like, you know, from the underdog to the inside. Right, come on. You know? So um, what, what you been on, though? Tell the people, man, who don't know you, man. This is Fonzo. Fonzo is a, you know, talented actor, you know, Producer, writer, man. You tell them in your own words, man. Who you are, what you do. Oh man, my name is Alfonso Walker Jr. and I am a son of God. But um, yes, I'm an actor. Um, I also write. I produce. Right now, I'm currently um, creating my own show, uh, eight episodic TV show for uh, primetime TV, HBO. Speaking that to existence, manifestation. Oh, uh, yep. So was, I'm definitely I'm working on that. I'm also working on a couple projects out here, but um, I am here to use my art to inspire, to influence um, and to connect with the world because it's the way that I can speak to other people. And there's a way for me to express myself um, and be able to tell stories of the people that look like me, first and foremost, and be able to, you know, uh, invoke conversations and spark change and, you know, promote for equality, social equality and, you know, just to be present and to be seen and to be heard and to be respected. And that's what I feel like that's what I'm here to do. So I use my art to do that. To be present, to be seen, heard, and yeah. respected, yeah. man. Yeah. That's most important. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You kind of deep, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You that's like, real life, man. Like, yeah. I feel like everybody, we, we know what we want, but sometimes it's like a little scary for us to say it out loud. But like, if we say it out loud and, and, and we say it and we mean it, then these things can really happen for us. It's not only a certain group of people in the world who are created to be special. Everybody is blessed with a talent. Whether or not you figured it out, you can be one, you can be 20, you can be 60, you can be 100. Right. But it's something in you that God created for you right. to stand out, for you to help change the world, you know? Dude, I don't think I could have said it any better. One thing I've been stressing to myself and just some of my peers, man, it's never too late, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's never too late to start over. Right. You know, um, I think I mentioned to, to you on the, when we spoke the other day, just redefining what success means to me, mm -hmm. man, and, and not having everything figured out in my 30s, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and still figuring it out as I go, man, you know, and that's what keeps my spirit 
you know, like eager and that just that childlike mentality, man, of trying new things, reinventing myself right. and not like just saying, you know, staying stuck on what like feeling like where I should be mm -hmm. and just enjoying the moment. I feel like saying? sometimes that, that can we be blocking ourselves when we always say, well, this is not where I should be. This is not where I should be, because if that's where we should be, we will be there. But like what we what we see for ourselves, God has something even like something so much greater. You know, so sometimes like I read the other day, like if when you stuck inside of that car or you stuck at a red light or uh, the lady at the cash register, like take too long to give you your change. Like that's a blessing. You're supposed to be right there because there are certain people that that happened to that was supposed to be in a 9-11 building. Mm -hmm. It was somebody who yeah. got a flat tire. Yeah. Somebody spilled coffee on her shirt. She had to go back home and change. Somebody, you know, ran out of gas. Like it was all those things that happened to those people when they didn't make it into the World Trade Center that day and they still are alive to be able to tell that story. So it's like, we have to be grateful for where we are, even when it seemed like there's better. Cause there's always better. Exactly. And and that brings me to, um, pretty sure you listened to an episode of the podcast, the opening statement. I say you only one phone call, one email, mm -hmm. one situation, one idea, one choice from changing your life. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all it takes is that one choice, that one thing that can like, change your whole scope of your life like if i would have went left or right like i wouldn't have met this person mm -hmm. and that wouldn't have happened or mm. this wouldn't have happened you know what i'm saying and so man just all it takes is one yes i am a trained actor <laughs> i'm a professional trained actor um yeah i went to school i went to college i got my undergrad in psychology and theater and then i ended up moving to new york city from upstate new york and um, i went to an acting school which i left a couple months before graduation but that was a whole nother, you know, that was part of my journey too. Um, I felt like something's pulling at my spirit and it was just like, go. Like, yeah, I just, um, you know what, I'll be honest, I was the only black person in the whole school. I was the only black person in my cast, in my class. And, um, you know, it was certain things that I wanted to study and I wanted to learn about myself and about where I come from and the stories and the playwrights that look like me. That wasn't necessarily the focus, I, I believe. I'm not saying that the people were against it, but I'm also saying that it just wasn't, it wasn't the prime studies. Um, it was just after a while, just, I wasn't happy. And once I'm not happy with the thing that I love the most and I have to make a decision, I'm like, what is it? So I chose to leave, uh, which turned out to be one of the best decisions ever because it opened me up to new opportunities and I met new people, which helped me get to where I am now. So, yeah. I mean, I, I uh, I commend anybody, man, for, for being bold and and just following your heart, you know. It's something, um, I'm, I'm a quotable type of person, but one of my other favorite quotes is, go where the love is, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that and that is wherever you feel like you're, you know, that's your happy pace, that's the place that like, you know, I, I did this, right. and, and you're following your heart, you know what I'm saying? And it's the internal intuition, so you know yeah. when, when it's time it was, for things to change, man. And definitely, yeah, it was you definitely, know? I, I felt it in my spirit, and I mean, and then it didn't help that I knew that Denzel Washington left his acting school too after a year, and he was like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm Denzel, but I'm coming for that spot. Dude, dope. Yeah. So yeah. let me ask you the, uh, the intro question of yeah. the podcast, man. Do you consider yourself to be an underdog or an insider? Oh, underdog, man. <laughs> I'm still, uh, I'm still learning. No matter how far, like I feel like I have come in this, is there's so much more to go. There's so much more to learn, and I feel like if I'm not learning, then what am I doing? So, I definitely consider myself to be an underdog. With some insider, um, 
experience, you know, okay. you know, and um, I, I've been blessed to meet some really amazing people along this way who've been in this industry 20, 25 plus years, um, who've took me out of their wing and mentored me. Shout out to Tracy Moore, Ulysses Toretto. Um, yeah, people like them who, you know, looked out for me too. So, yeah. A underdog with some insider experiences, because I've seen you theater, I've seen you on a few stages and yeah. a few films, man. So yeah. you've definitely been yeah. in certain rooms, yeah, on certain stages, yeah. you know. Um, and I think that's like, that's the epitome of the industry is watching, man. People say, what is this? And I told them the basic theme is like underdog turned insider, mm -hmm. man. So people that are talented, that are hungry, you know, who are, you know, trying to, you know, always moving forward and, and, and at scale and just progressing within mentally, physically and professionally, right. but also like, you know, can go into those same rooms and relate to, you know, um, relate to those people within the industry. So, you know, just a good, the best of both worlds. You know, I say it depends on what conversation I'm having, what room I'm in. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'm, I'm definitely the underdog, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm an advocate for the underdog right. in a sense. But also, you know, I've done things that, you know, I, I have my foot in certain doors, you know, as far as, as being an insider. So right. I like your answer to that. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. But that's how it be too. I mean, you get you can get with some of the insiders too, and then they still want that underdog experience. They want that, you know, they got to a certain place and they reached a certain height, and they, you know, they want to reach back and they want to bring somebody else up. Or right. they was like, "Yo, what are you? What are you guys into? What are you millennials like these days? What are the conversations you are all having? Like, you know, so you get to those places. It's like, oh, they willing to listen. They they want to know what it is that we want. It, it's a it's a certain exchange. You know what I'm saying? Because once they reach that level, like literally, those networks those you know what i'm saying um platforms they're mm -hmm. looking to people like us right you know exactly. they're looking to the the the, the creator we're coming exactly yeah. for, yeah, for the it. ideas and for inspiration right. and we're looking at them for you know because so, we standing on their shoulders like thank y'all like yeah. without y'all it wouldn't be we wouldn't be able to be doing what we're doing right now like you know you get it man um let me ask you this about process like do you have what, what's your process when you're getting ready when you're reading the script or you Kind of channeling an actor man like what, what what's your process what gets you motivated um ooh, what's getting me motivated i think just the hunger to just always know that i like wherever i am there's always better to go like there's more to achieve um but i love watching like you know you watch something good and you don't necessarily know what really is good about it but you just know like it make you feel like something and i, I watch people like that like shout out to um rest in peace chadwick boast man or just um, I was watching The Sopranos. Okay. Shout out to all my black people. The Sopranos is a really great show. I always wanted to make a film like a, a, a like a black mafia type film, like Goodfellas, Scarface, uh, Casino, yeah, yeah, Heat, yeah. like all of those kind of films. But you watch you watch that stuff and you just you you see those other people inside, not just the star, but the people who are surrounded around them. And then you just like wow, like everybody's hungry. Everybody has a goal or a vision. And they all are they're trying to make something happen so i'm inspired by stuff like that so i'm inspired by the people that surrounded around me like my other acting friends who like i'll be like damn y'all good like damn like i need to i need to create something so i can see you working you know people like that that make me want to be better when i'm in a room with them yeah. like you, you like if if you were around people that challenge you that make you want to get greater or brush up on your shit more like that's who you're supposed to be around not people who make you want to you know dim your light or make you scared to announce your wins or even your failures you know i hope that answered the question i think i answered the nah, question. That, that definitely man it, it sounds like you're inspired 
you know by the people that surround you man yeah. you know what i'm saying you're inspired by like your experiences and definitely having people around you that motivate you and that inspire you you know yeah. to to be your best that's again um the collaboration piece man right being having a, a a network of people who you can lean on and who can you can look at them and be inspired right. and and look at them and they could challenge you you know i think that's that's a big part of it too um kind of segueing into this this kind of relates but fear let's talk about fear for a second mm -hmm. how do you how do you tackle fear Yo, that's the funniest thing you um like my bible verse of the day today was like uh there's no fear in love or you yeah 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 it was like Dude. yeah that's like the verse of the day was and i was reading and i was still i was still i was actually on my way here and i was still attempting to interpret that like completely so i could really understand it i'm just gonna show you this right here from my favorite cousin this, today this, <laughs> there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear yeah exactly that, that's what i'm saying like there's always going to be somebody bigger than us taller than us smarter than us probably look better than us dress better than us but they can never be us so you can't be scared that just made me think of i remember this one time i went to this one audition and i'm in this i'm in this real important room like i was just i started getting into those broadway audition rooms and i was i was in this audition and it's at least 50 of us there's only two roles one of them was already cast so all 50 of us are going for the same role so now you're looking around the room you're looking at everybody and the guy got like, he's supposed to have like muscles and shit like that. And I'm like, damn, these guys are here big as hell. Like, all right, well, whatever, that, that don't matter. Then I'm like, okay, maybe some of them can't read or something. I don't know, whatever. It, but you know, you start telling yourself in your mind. So then I'm like, I'm tricking myself out. Like, damn, I ain't got the role because I don't look like the part or I probably don't make them think like this. Yo, I got into the room, fast forward three days later when there's only three of us left out of all 50 of us. And I was like, oh shit, all right, bam, here I go. Then there's two of us left. You know what I'm saying? But if I would have psyched myself out on that first day, three days ahead, and told myself, no, I didn't deserve it, or I know I didn't have the role, and I would have went in the room and just fucked it all up, I wouldn't have been at that last call. I wouldn't have been at that last call back. But I did it. And I did not get the job. The, the other guy got it. Out of the, we was the last two. But then guess what? Three months later, those same people called me back and was like, yo, the role is open. We want you to come. Mm. I almost didn't do that shit. I almost told myself that I didn't deserve it, that I didn't look the part, that it wasn't for me. Right. I almost did. But I loved that shit so much more than I was scared of it that I stayed. And I was like, you know what? Well, no matter what, I'm going to the room. They're going to remember me. You said you loved it more than you were than I was. Then I, then I feared it. Yeah. And that's what fear is. Like, fear, you fear is just going to stop you from getting to that thing. Right. You might just be so scared that you might get it, you know? We could trick ourselves out of it. Exactly. Like, no, go after it. At least, you know, you try it. The exactly. only thing that could be to fail is a try. If you try, you can never fail. Yeah. I, I, I tell a lot of my peers and my friends and even family members, like, when I could hear the fear creeping up on them and they call me, they like, yo, champ, I got this thing going on and... and, and Basically, I'm, I'm scared because they know I'm going to be the one to push you. Like, yo, just do it, you do know? It, Fuck it. it, just do it. And so they're like, man, but this, they finding out reasons, they talking themselves out of uh -huh. it, you know? And then I, I have to call them in the same thing. And, you know, they have to like talk me right, into right, it or right, out of it. Right. But I, I say, man, what would you do if you weren't afraid, you know? And for, for me. Or who would you be, right? Right. 
that propels me anytime i feel fear creeping up on me anytime i feel like myself and like talking myself out of it mm -hmm. you know the self-doubt the worry it's like man what would you do if you weren't afraid right dude i do the total like you said the total opposite of you know what i'm saying me being afraid of the shit. like mm -hmm. i just do it yeah. i wouldn't look back i wouldn't worry about yeah. what nobody think or say i would just do it man a whole hunt you know a hundred percent i would just put myself into it if this is what i want i would just do it yeah. so that's one that i i use man what would you do if you weren't afraid right. and it was like man fucking smash the gas yeah exactly you know? and even if you even if you are scared do it scared do anyway because you're doing it yeah man you know some of your best shit can come out of that exactly i um i had a lot of people i've been cuss on here right you could cuss okay, okay hell yeah bad. god is good god is good i um i recently like left corporate america mm -hmm. for good mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it was it's been my uh comfort zone mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so security of, yeah yeah a lot of people think that like you know this whole creative shit champ media the industry is watching like i didn't go to school for this mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm going to school for it now but like i didn't go to school for this i took a few classes right. and it just blazed its song but like corporate america like was my comfort zone it was my um um, it was a safe space for mm -hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? I, I you know, I, the biggest name companies, the salaries, the benefits, and man, like, but I, I, I became not happy right. doing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Every day, like, I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So it was the fear, you know, holding me back from really like stepping out and saying like, I'm gonna work for myself 100. Mm percent -hmm. I'm gonna do my own thing and just figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and then it came to a point where it was like, man, what would you do if you weren't afraid? Right. I'll figure it out, mm -hmm. you know, and it became a place where like I would I was willing to put myself to be a little bit uncomfortable, you know, just doing my own thing than to be comfortable and not living up to, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Not, not making your soul happy. Exactly. Yeah. So um, that that was, you know, just what would you do if you weren't afraid? Man? That's a fact. Yeah. Man, you made me think like it's not, man, like when you love something like the money will come. I always would tell somebody, don't worry about the money. Like that, the money will come. If you love something so much, you will figure out a way to get paid from it. I'm telling you, you really will. Because there's times where I did not have money at all, like to get on the train, to get to an audition, to print out my headshots. Like just to even, like it, there's just times that I didn't have it to even eat. I remember eating dollar pizza for two weeks straight because I had no money, bro. And I just, I knew I had to sacrifice it. I knew I had to hold on because I knew I had a class all week. So I had to make sure I had enough money to get on the train for that. And then I remember the one time that I had a little bit of, I had a little bit of cash, but I only had 225 on my Metro card. And mind you, I'm all dressed up in a suit, bro. I had 225 on my Metro card. And uh, we was right at 34th Street Penn Station. And it was like this long line trying to get on the, uh, put the money on the Metro card. And I was like, fuck it. I got 225 on it. I got $2 at least in my pocket. I hopped the train. I hopped the joint. Three cops come after me. I'm like, yo, look, I'm going to it. I'm going to an audition, and then I got a job interview. Look, look, look. Like I got the money. I just don't have time to wait. I'm about to be late. And it was like, oh, who you make music, don't you? You look like one of those singers. I'm like, dude, I need to go to this interview. He was like, well, I gotta finish writing you this ticket. I was like, you know what? It's, it was all good. He wrote me this ticket for a hundred fucking dollars, man. I'm telling you, I did not have that. But right, right before that ticket was due, like God had blessed me. I had just got this little gig, and they had just paid me some money up front, and it was just like enough to pay the ticket and put some money on my metro card. And I was just like, "Damn, I still didn't make it yet, but God got me out of this, and God, you know, He still gave me enough for me to keep going." Right. You know what I'm saying? That's like man, just supernatural, man. <laughs> you know, I, I, 
I can't, you can't even make this type you of can't shit make up. that stuff up man i right. swear to god you can't make it up it just happens and you just keep going fonzo switching gears a little bit <laughs> i'm gonna hit yeah. you with something random all okay right? all right <laughs> bro you known for your widow's peak i feel like yeah <laughs> and now you walk in the dress i really don't get it yeah. like that bro but i feel like that's your signature thing i bro. still have my widow's peak i don't the the, the uh, i went and got a shape up and he cut my joint off and i was like no but it was too late, so it's coming back. Don't don't worry. My widow's, I'm keeping my widow's peak and my locks. Bro, I feel I feel like that's your signature thing, man. Team natural, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. This is it is. I'm always gonna keep the widow's peak. <laughs> it's forever. So the industry is watching you, man. Tell people where they can find your stuff, like these new films, these mm -hmm. projects that you're working out for the people who don't know you can can get to know you, man. Yeah. Like drop your socials and. Yeah. Your, your information, man, so people can find, can reach out to you. You definitely can find me on Instagram. That's what I use um, the most at A Walker Jr. A W A L K E R J R A Walker Jr. Um, there should be a link in my bio as well for my uh, Facebook actors page. Also, um, well, most of my stuff is gonna be on my Instagram, my Instagram story. That's how I connect, and uh, I share a lot on there. And then make sure you all go out and vote in this election. It is very important. Vote 2020, vote for whoever you want, but you know who you need to be voting for. If we really want to make a change, if we really want to see some real love and unification inside of this world, man, there's enough hate going on, and we could do a whole lot better than what we're doing right now. So even if it's not affecting you, it's still affecting someone else that you know. So make sure you go and vote. Make sure your voice is heard. Exercise your right. Register early. Do that. Yo, you said, I think that's important to stress too, because a lot of times, I know I felt like that, man. Does this necessarily affect me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we wait till it do. Then we're like, oh, now it matters. Like, right. COVID is real. I had family members who passed away from it. I, I have people who were sick from it. I, I, you know, I've seen it firsthand. Like, it, it, it does affect us. And it's, 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 it's a whole lot of stuff that's going on right now. Right. I've been I've been staying away from those COVID conversations on the podcast for real, but um, you know, it's, this it's inevitable. Just, yeah. yeah, you know, it's real life, man. How have you handled just like, you know, I'm pretty sure things slow down or just transition to change. You know, how have you handled this whole this whole process over the last what six, seven, eight months, man? This whole 2020 yeah. has been like shit, man. Pause. Yeah, I mean, I was blessed enough to be um, the beginning, the top of the year. I was I was working on that new gig. Uh, I was away in Kansas City working on a new world premiere Stacey Rose's Legacy Land, which was an amazing experience. And I didn't even know what COVID was because Kansas City didn't have any cases at the time. Um, and it wasn't until the night before our show was to open that they came in and told us that COVID was canceling the show. It was like, what is that? I didn't know what it was until I touched back down in New York City in March. I was gone for over two months. Right. You know, I was in rehearsal six days a week, you know, eight, 10 hours a day. Like I was in a bubble. I had like, I had no time to do nothing else. They canceled that show, and that's when I came back home. And, um, you know, being quarantined by myself for, like, over 60 days straight, I started to go crazy. And, you know, like, that's when your mental health start to, you know, dwindle a little bit. You start telling yourself stories, making up stuff. You start seeing stuff. So um, I definitely was talking to my therapist heavy during the time. Um, Shout-outs to black women for always supporting black men. True. And my therapist, she's dope as hell. Um and that's when I knew that I need to always, you know, stay on top of my stuff to take care of myself because it wasn't even the physical that was hurting. It was my mental and, uh, you know, just feeling lost, not working because I didn't know what was going on. But, you know, working on myself and always wanting to be better and talking to my therapist, it definitely helped me, you know, to see. And I got to see some family members during the time. So that helped me, too. And thank God for FaceTime and Zoom. 
Right. Like, <laughs> so we moved yeah. into this whole virtual, you know, platform. I mean, everything is on on the computer, man. I'm surprised we even sitting here today. Oh no, right? This could have yeah, easily yeah. been done on the. Uh, I like this though, man. I like. I need. I need the in person back, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same, same. Yeah. yeah, COVID. COVID has been a lot, man. And um, also, like you really like kind of segue into like my next question as far as like mental health, mm. especially as it relates to like creatives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And how we handle our challenges, how we handle stress and anxiety mm-hmm. and just take care of ourselves like what what works for you man when you you got all of this stuff on your plate when you're trying to like you know be a young successful black man in america today and you got these you know you got you got resistance you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying how do you handle your mental health what works for you yo um honestly prayer i'm talking to someone and i don't mean just talking to your friends or to your family members but actually getting a professional to reach out to a professional whose job it is to help you whose job it is to dedicate that time to discuss what's going on with you and what your needs are. So I'm telling you, therapy is definitely, you don't have to be crazy to see a therapist. You know what I'm saying? Therapy definitely help, and to also have a strong support team. People who wanna see you do well, people who wanna see you thrive. Not people who hold you back, not toxic relationships, but the people who just generally just wanna see you do well in life. So, you know, surrounding yourself and celebrating those people. And just also trusting yourself, man. Trusting your gut and knowing that you are enough. And that, you know, nobody's story is like yours because they're not like you, you know, no matter how close you could be to them. Yeah. Wow. You you was talking about those, um, you just mentioned it, those affirmations, man, yeah. and that meditation. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely affirmations, man. You know, <laughs> you know, you always tell somebody when they look good or, like, it's easy to hop in somebody's DMs and, you know, share love to them. But when you in the mirror and you're brushing your teeth, you should be sharing that love to yourself, too. You know, before you pour into somebody else's cup, you should be filling your own up. Tell yourself you love yourself. Tell yourself that you are amazing. Tell yourself that you are a king or a queen or whatever you identify as. Tell yourself you're beautiful, even on your rough days. Like, you have to. You have to fill yourself up. You have to. Because you can't give to nobody else if you don't give to yourself first. And that's not selfish. That's self-love. That is. So... Now it's just about setting healthy boundaries, man, internal and external boundaries, right. man, and, and lifting myself up. Those those affirmations, those meditations, and every day, man, you know, mm-hmm. telling myself these things, even when I don't believe it sometimes. I you know, know, right? You got to trick yourself into that <laughs> shit, man. You say it till you believe it, man. Right. <laughs> That's a fact. Real shit, man. So that, yeah, that definitely helps, man. And, and, and I encourage people to, man, like... I mean, we talking about these things that work for you, but man, find your own rhythm. Right, you know? exactly. Find exactly. your formula. Find mm-hmm. something that works for you, yeah, man. Exactly. And build your and build yourself up, you know. What what um for somebody who might be struggling with some mental health, obviously, like, you know, just finding somebody that they could talk to. Yeah. Right? There's um definitely you can ask, like if you have a primary care doctor, you can definitely ask your primary care doctor and tell them that you want to speak with someone. And if you want a preference with somebody, because I remember being scared to say Yo, I want somebody black because I had a white therapist before and she told me that I didn't need therapy. And I was like, well, clearly, if I'm here, I do need it because I'm here voluntarily and I want to be here. But um, I had to take the courage and I was like, you know what? Just be straightforward. That's not a racist thing to say, but I would prefer somebody who's of African-American descent to speak with. So my doctor, my primary care doctor, printed out a list of, you know, about maybe 10 different places. And I called and, you know, until I felt comfortable enough with the people on the phone to like go in and see and then through that process I found some more and it was just as easy as that like honestly yeah, yeah. 
Just making the first, making yeah. the call, man. Yeah, just making the call. They gave me the list, or you can just Google it, you know. And um, therapist and therapy should be free, and a lot of therapy is free out here for you too. So please find those resources, and if not, you can hit me up on Instagram, like I said before, and I can help you with those things as well too. So, yeah, man. Uh, the the industry is is taking care of ourselves today. Yeah, you know? yeah, man. <laughs> um, Fonzo, share with us an uh, industry tip or trend like within this whole you know entertainment world like what's 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 something in your toolkit man besides the therapy and the meditation and affirmations man that you could share with the, the audience because in essence i want to like maybe help somebody mm -hmm. you know who um might be looking to get into acting right. or might be looking to get into the like the creative field like what's like a, a trend or a tip that you can maybe share that could possibly help somebody you want to be an actor read aloud every day read out loud every day for at least 15 minutes whether or not you read in a newspaper or an article or a book or a magazine because you go into a room you say you're an actor you go into a room they give you a paper and then you start to read it and then you get scared of the sound of your own voice or you haven't said certain words in a while so you can't get the words out of your mouth you know i've been in situations like like oh i know this word but then i tripped up on it because i haven't i didn't read out aloud i didn't i didn't say it you know clearly enough or so definitely like read because reading is fundamental to be an actor like your job is going to be 99 percent of reading you want to be a famous actor and your manager or your agent is sending you scripts you got to read those scripts in a certain amount of time to understand if not you're going to take that role before somebody else get it and to respond quickly enough i lost jobs because I didn't respond quickly enough. I got jobs because I responded immediately. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. That, yeah. That, that's, thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah. Because even just as it relates, you're talking about scripts and even just emails and things like, man. Yeah. It's, it, it's so, reading is so fundamental. Mm -hmm. But, like, I ain't going to lie. Sometimes I'll skim through things or I don't read. Sometimes mm -hmm. when I'm reading out loud, it's just, like you said, being scared of my mm -hmm. own voice, man. Yeah. I, I I'm not an actor, but I've definitely felt that. Yeah. When yeah. you said it, I was like, wow. Yeah. Jim. Your voice is powerful, man. Yeah. Please. Yeah. All right. Um, man, again, this is the Industry is Watching podcast, man. It's Champ Media here, uh, with Fonzo. Yeah. You know, we just talk about like, you know, the industry, you know, mental health and just like, you know, just dealing with the day-to-day -day struggles, man, that comes with being an artist, being a creative. Um, speaking of the industry is watching, Fonzo, what are you watching right now? Ooh. Oh, oh, <laughs> easy. Oh, come on. Um, definitely Lovecraft Country with Journey Smollett and um, uh, I think Jonathan Majors is his name on HBO. So good. Shout out to Misha Green, the creator of the show. Can't wait to work with what you. What is it called again? Uh, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. Oh what my gosh, is it? it's it's first season. Okay. Uh, man, it's still going on right now. It's 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 a bit of magical realism. They got Courtney B. Vance inside um, okay. Angela Bassett's husband. You you have to watch this. Oh, uh, uh, Michael K. Brown. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm telling the truth. Yep, from The Wire. You know Omar from The Wire. He's yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. on there. Man, it's it, it's a beautiful show. Also, P. Valley on Stars Dude. by Katori Hall. Yeah, she's a playwright who's now writing for TV. So I can't wait to wait to work with her as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely that. And then um, I've been watching a few documentaries as well. Like last night, I watched uh, On the Record. Okay. Well, Russell Simmons and all of that. You know, okay. just all of that. But all right, man. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for sharing a few. You know. Yeah. Yeah. A few drops. What about listening, bro? What What is the industry listening to right now? Oh, for sure, uh, Cole. For sure, I'm listening to Cole. Uh, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. 
I'm still banging. I'm still banging that album. He's still the, he's still the king of Brooklyn. Yo, come on, man. Pop Smoke. Shout out to Pop Smoke, man. Shout out to Pop. That that's that that was definitely a star for real. Going to some. Yeah. It's, it's like you can't go on any block in New York or just, I think in any city right now we can't hear Pop Smoke playing faintly Come from on, the background. At least three bro. or four of the songs, man, <laughs> on, on, on rotation right now. Right. <clears throat> at least. Excuse me. I'm definitely listening to uh, Pop Smoke, but then, uh, you know, when I'm creating, I can't really listen to uh, like music that I know because I, I get distracted and I start typing up lyrics instead of writing um, scripts. But um, I listen to jazz, man. So I listen to John Coltrane, Miles Davis, uh, Ella Fitzgerald, whoever, man. I love jazz. Um, I love Supreme. That's my favorite John Coltrane album. I can listen to that like on repeat, and I can really create. I've written quite a few things from that. Just to switch it up, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, you got, like, Fonzo, you are layered, bro. You know? It's just the process, bro. It's like you learn all of this as you go along, and then you just you throw away what you don't need, and you keep with the, the stuff that you like, you know what I'm saying? And then you you know become the best version of yourself hopefully i'm still i'm still peeling away i'm still throwing stuff i'm still acquiring things man yeah man and and that's something that i admire about you bro you got you know you you get you layered and and that's the best way i think what i'm trying to say man is like you're just multifaceted bro you know and i I respect that about you thank you um the next segment of the show we're coming up on the end yeah we we covered a lot real quick yeah but um, the next part is the confessional booth Oh lord! And so, man, this is basically like um, something that you're comfortable with sharing, but it's more like a a, a testimony or an experience or something that you might have went through. Mm-hmm. Um, in essence, to again to help somebody else, man. But something, um, you know, here we're talking about, you know, your successes as well as you know, like some of our challenges, man. But like moving in the com- confessional booth mode, man. What's something? What's a confession that you can make or something you can get off your chest that you can share with the people? Um. I mean, when you asked me that, the first thing I thought about was uh, the one time that um, I learned my lesson on time. I, uh, I I was doing this gig, but I was still kind of iffy. I was still on the fence whether or not I wanted to do it. And, the you know, the production team was more invested in me than I was invested in a project. So I kind of was like a little, I wasn't lacking, but I, I just, I wasn't all the way there. And I remember the one day when they had like changed the whole schedule for me. And um, I had double booked myself. And um, I ended up missing the, the, the set time, and I ended up losing the job over that. And I remember beating myself up so bad, like, I, I feel so, you know, I'm a professional. Like, this doesn't look good for me. Like, the word, you know, it, this is a big world, but the industry is small. Like you're mm-hmm. saying, like, it, you know, everybody's watching it. It's small. People know other people. You don't know who knows who. And um, I remember I lost that job, and I beat myself over it for a while. But then I, I also remember I told myself that I would never allow myself to do that again. And um, so you what, know, what exactly did you do? Um, I just I, I missed it. I missed the table read. Okay. I, it was like the third table read, and I was just like, in my head, I was like, I don't need to read this again. I already, I get it. And I feel like so. To be honest, I felt like more was being asked of me than what was being provided for me. You know, uh, you know, it was asking me to, you know, step out of my comfort zone to do a lot, but it wasn't providing me those kind of safety those safety nets that, you know, as artists that we need. And sometimes, like, when you're feeling uncomfortable in a set, regardless if we're hungry artists or not, like, you should be able to state that and not feel like I'm going to lose my job for that. So I, I, instead of me manning up saying that I wanted to not be a part of it, I, I led myself into situations where I got kicked out of it. 
and then um you know i beat myself up over it, like i said but then I, as time went on i realized that it just wasn't meant for me to be a part of that project but it also taught me how to speak up for myself and mm -hmm. say when i'm uncomfortable with something right. or when no i'm not going to do that because i don't feel right you know and then they came out to the you know the production team came back around to me like a year later because they had saw that you know i was still working i was still doing things and you know i was I was I looked like I guess I was better than where I was before and you know they reached out to me to do it but at that time I was like no nah, I can't and I didn't have to explain why I didn't I didn't want to do it or why I couldn't do it I just said no I can't at the time I'm sorry like you know yeah. but I wish you well yeah you know? no, saying no when I mean no yeah so yes no yeah I mean yes yeah and that's exactly what it is say no when you mean no and say yes to the stuff that you do want and don't don't be scared because you know sometimes we scared to ask for like more money or asking for like certain things or like an intimacy coach or no i don't want to show chest or like you know oh no don't touch me like that you know right it's, it's we're people and we feel certain things and and, and that's okay and we supposed to protect ourselves so yeah protect protect your energy yeah exactly man yeah man especially on set so much stuff happens so much you know i mean we see the me too era we see like all that stuff that goes on but that stuff happens to guys too that stuff happens to women and, and like it's real out here and nobody should ever have to go to work and feel uh afraid or discomfort or you know where they can't do their job to the best of their ability so like no you speak up like your voice should be heard wow thank you thank you for sharing that man i think it, that's definitely important man yeah no doubt i hope that was clear but no yeah. that was that was that was very that was that was very clear um fonzo anything else you want to get off your chest man yo i'm just happy to be here man um yeah man there's a time it's we're in a really weird time right now it's 2020 we almost 10 months in um we lost a lot but we also gained a lot true and um i just if you're listening to this man just spread love it's so free it costs nothing mm. spread love make someone's day you know just give a compliment where a compliment is due smile give a head nod you know just say hello don't overstep the boundaries just you know what i'm saying just life is not about all the things that we can acquire for ourselves life is about all the things that we can acquire and we can learn but what we can give back to people so they too can do the same thing as us so we can teach each generation and we can be better than before so just spread love and i thank y'all wow you heard it here the industry is watching alfonso walker jr man y'all check yeah. him out and Bless. we out man thank you Bless. bro this has been amazing man this has been amazing i can't I, wait bro when we're yeah, doing this on national tv go back man. and listen yeah. to this man but like you know um just having you know people like yourself again that inspire me or that, that you said something you said so much today man you know i'm, I'm trying to keep the episodes like shorter yeah but yeah, yeah i know I, I get a little lengthy bro no 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 you did a great job man yeah. thank you thank um, you for having me bro many uh, blessings to uh, you same to you bro yeah. we out